0: board game man with this week's top five express board games edition each episode i'm going to give you a topic for the list and give you my picks for the top five games that fit that topic so last episode i did a top five of 2013 and there were some just absolutely amazing games on that list even ones that didn't make the top five so today uh since i guess this is the fifth year of me doing these top fives uh we're going to complete the first pass of all the five and ten years ago so uh how good was 2018 well when you look at what games were released, do you think, uh, boy, time flies because it seems like some of these games just came out yesterday. And then there's a bunch of titles that I kind of was looking at and I, and I said, man, it does feel like these games have been out forever. So there's a little bit of a mix of both in 2018. This list kind of it. It includes the current number one on BGG Brass Birmingham and also uh, a great game like Root, uh, that is very, very popular. Both games, uh, they have a huge following. I personally don't like really, I wouldn't say I don't like them. They're not just not the greatest things in sliced bread of either one of those. I mean, I know a million people like Root. It's just, it's just okay. You know, it's a fine game and both of them, they're, they're, they're fine games they are just not in the top five or 10 uh, of all time or even from that year in my book, but they do have a huge fan base and they are, and they are good games for what they are. So, uh, and there's 10 games in the BGG top 100 from 2018 currently. And I'll mention those, uh, at the end right before we, uh, wrap up as well. Uh, so I feel like this is a year full of really good games and very good games. But unlike 2013, where I said, holy crap, there's a lot of great games in 2013. This is just a list of good or very good games and and very few that I go, Oh my God, you know, the top five, obviously I love every one of these, but there's just not as many. It wasn't as hard of a list to put together, even though there's just a lot of fine games. So what other kind of also ran games came out? Out this year of 2018. So we'll look at games like Everdell, uh, the original Teotihuacan. Uh, Founders of Teotihuacan kind of gives you that feel of Teotihuacan without being kind of overly, you know, overly inflatedly complex. Architects of the West Kingdom, which kind of started that whole Architects Trio. Uh, Western Legends, which is a good kind of story, immersive sandboxy game. Uh, Gizmos, which is from Simon, and uh, kind of marbles kind of come in a row out of a dispenser. And Reef, with their, both of those games are kind of good uh puzzly games uh, with good bits. Uh, Reef was from Plan B. Uh, Newton, which is from Luciani and Mangioni. There's a game that kind of is from that same Akitoka list, which actually did make the top five from that year. Thunderstone Quest, also from that year, which uh, kind of... Reimagine Thunderstone for the third time, I guess, or for the re- second reimagining, but really good, and it's uh, it's an absolutely great game. If you like deck builders and you like kind of dungeon crawls, Thunderstone Quest, amazing, amazing game. Keyforge, which kind of reinvented some of the CCG elements, uh, and then it's kind of even reinvented itself after it left uh, FFG. Shards of Infinity, uh, that's kind of the newish Ascension, which was a one-on-one battle with Shards of Infinity, which also then. Uh, Stoneblade came out with uh, Soulforge, which coming off of Keyforge that I mentioned, Soulforge came out last year, which also kind of uh, redid that kind of CTG feel to it in an amazing, amazing game. This was also the first year that any of the villainous games out. I believe Disney Villainous was the first one to come out. Now they've got the Star Wars and Marvel Villainous. Great series. Crown of Amara from Ben Shwer, Uh He also did Hadara. Empires of the Void 2 uh, from Ryan Lockett, which is an amazing 4X game. This one just missed my list. This is probably number six from that year. Uh, Maximum Apocalypse, uh, there's an expansion. I mean, we're kind of the uh, Maximum Apocalypse Wasteland Wilds came out this year uh, from it, but Maximum Apocalypse, just a really cool kind of uh, game system. Dice Throne came out. Fireball Island, The Curse of Ocar, that was from Restoration Games, a remake of the 80s classic. Uh, Planet, which has that toy factor to it. Monolith Arena, which is a fantasy take of Niroshima Hex. Dungeon Alliance, a great, amazing deck building uh, dungeon Crawl game, uh, and just few, Orbis, Tales of Glory, Scrabia. Tales of Glory, Scrabia, Scorpius Raider, and Beta Colony, all four of those games are criminally underrated. Again, they're very, very good games. I guess they don't get into that, oh my God, that, these games, but they're just all solid games. Uh, Beta Colony being kind of uh, from the Fleeples, uh, from Matt and Ben, Matt, uh, Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback, a really good underrated Euro. Scorpius Freighter, another one that you don't hear about from AEG too much, but it really deserves a sequel and uh, or an expansion to expand what you can do with there. Kind of a tableau building, Rondell using truckers in space. And Tales of Glory and Scarabia, which I think are two great games for... Very much that gateway game, Tales of Glory being more of a, uh, a drafting game kind of with, uh, with Tableau building drafting game with just kind of building your own kind of dungeon, uh, controlling your own dungeon, but a really cool, uh, easy game to get into. Scarabia, which I think is, uh, I don't know why you don't hear about it as much anymore, uh, from Blue Orange, but it is one of the best kind of initial games to start people on. It has this polyomino feel to it. And just a really cool little puzzler. Just so, so easy to get into. Uh, I know I mentioned a lot, and uh, I usually kind of do that with these of lists, but what are the top five games of 2018? Well, number five we have Welcome To, and that's pretty clever. Again, I'm going to start off with a cheat here because both of these games were amazing when it comes to the roll and write and flip and write. That's pretty clever, which uh, also has an app to it, uh, and Welcome To has a bunch of sequels to it. Welcome To being more of a flip and write, and you can play this game with as many people that can find cheat for it. Uh, That's pretty clever. More of a solo. Well, you can play a multiplayer, but I really love playing it on the app solo. Uh, Just an amazing uh, roll and write game. These two uh, are absolutely great games. and I couldn't really kind of separate the two of them uh, apart. Number four, originally when we did this for the Geek All-Stars, this number four was my game of the year. It's still really good. I just don't get it to the table, and I think it needs an expansion to get some more cards in there because there's only kind of the exact amount of cards that are used every game, and I don't really like that. Kind of want a little bit more variability for that uh, game, but this is Coimbra. Coimbra is a very solid uh, Euro game for Flamina Bersini and Virgilio Gili. That's kind of the part of the Akatoka, the Italian heavy Euro designers there. Uh, this one is two to four players. It does take a while to play, probably about an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, it is a heavier Euro game, but it is great. It's just not an easy one to get to the table. And like I said, after you've played it a bunch, like I have, you kind of want a little bit more to it. Uh, so I'd love to see an expansion for that one. Uh, number three, this is a hard one because three, two, and one, again, these are kind of like I say, you can put them in a hat and take them out. Uh, although I think my number one is number one, no matter what. But number three, excellent, excellent game, Space Base. This is by John D. Claire and put out by AEG. Another really good game to play with novice gamers or or kind of your entry-level gamers. You're kind of you roll dice and everybody gets stuff so with space base you're kind of trying to get your victory points and kind of get your income rolling but you have a little tableau that has uh, spaces from 1 to 12 and depending when you roll two six sided dice uh, you can either take the one, you know, each die individually as one income, or when you put the two dice together, you can get that income. Uh, and then other people, if they have replaced cards in their tableau, when you replace a card, when you purchase a card and replace it, it flips over and goes into the top of your board, which then you can get income on other people's rolls. So it takes a little a couple of rounds before you get into it, but it's really cool to be able to get some income and get a lot of stuff when other people are actually rolling, just such a good game. Um, maybe this kind of maybe I was wrong about not too many. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of Oh My God games because all five of these in this list or five or six these are really Oh My God games, but there's just not that many on top of that. But anyway, Space Base, an amazing game, a one-hour wonder that you can play with pretty much anyone. And I guess I could say the same thing for this next one, which is a good gateway game. This one, more of a bag building game, Quacks of Quedlinburg. Uh, by Wolfgang Wash, This kind of is right in the middle of that when Wolfgang Wash was... Everything he was putting out was one of the games of the year. I believe he did. Uh, that's pretty clever, too, uh, in that whole series. But uh, this is an awesome game. Another, again... Great game for bringing people into the hobby. I played this one with my family a lot. Uh, even when my kids were younger, actually five years ago, when they were a lot younger than they are now, five years younger, uh, it was easy to get them into. But uh, they still, we still play this one uh, often. You're basically, uh, it's a push-your-luck bag-building game, and you're kind of making your potion. And as you're kind of pulling chits out of the bag, either you're triggering abilities from when you've, if they're ones that you've bought or other, or, you know, the different chits will have different abilities, or they have these cherry bombs, which is where you're trying not to get to to that that busted level where you just don't get anything basically out of what you put in there. So you have to keep pulling chits out of your bag, keep using those abilities and trying to get the furthest along the path to get some victory points. Uh, really fun game. Uh, just, just some good catch-up mechanism. Very variable uh, because there's a lot of different uh, chits that you can use or different ways that you can use the different colors uh, and it's very variable setup. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's actually a bunch of expansions that came out for it. Just a great one, another great one hour wonder and a very light to medium play game. Quacks of uh you can't do much better than that, but you can. Because my number one game of 2018, which redefined kind of as as the last five or ten years, I guess it's five to seven years. Uh, I guess well, probably the last five years since I just said that we kind of had the reinventing of roll and rights. This game reinvented, invented kind of the heavier roll and right, or really was the first one of the heavier roll and right. This is Fleet, the dice game. By Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback. Uh, they've put out a bunch of heavier roll and ride games and, and, uh, with, with Adam Hill being their third that they've got with a lot of the newer ones, uh, with Three Sisters and they've got, uh, a Motor City, uh, and they've kind of put the company together, Motor City Gameworks, but Fleet the Dice game, which is all about kind of, it's kind of deadliest catch, the roll and ride game, cause that's kind of what Fleet eventually initially was, was kind of like the deadliest catch fishing on the high seas. This is, roll and write using your kind of drafting dice. You've got two sheets heavier, but not overly heavy because once you learn how to play this game, it's just not that heavy anymore because it makes it a lot easier to play once you know what you're doing. Whereas I like to say, once you speak the language of the game, you know exactly what you're doing. But this game is amazing. Again, two sheets you can play it solo. Play it's about thirty to forty five minutes, no matter how many players you have. Just an amazing game of just kind of setting up, specializing in a different fishing licenses, whether it be shrimp or lobster. Uh, or swordfish and and such. So you've got all these different things that you can specialize in. You get those licenses, and then you're fishing. And as you're doing that, you're also expanding what you can do by unlocking other kind of abilities uh, through the market. Uh, And then there's also the harbor where you can kind of upgrade your boat a little bit to get more areas to put fish in. Uh, And then you can just just such, such a great game. I, I absolutely highly recommend it. If you haven't checked this one out yet, I highly recommend you you grab this one because it is one of the best rolling rights out there, especially if you want a little bit more out of your rolling rights. So my top five of 2018, welcome to, and that's pretty clever, again, starting that roll in Flippin' Right, uh, Coimbra, Space Base, Quacks of Quedlinburg, and then of course, the number one game of 2018, Fleet the Dice Game. So who was the uh, top 10 of that particular year? If you go by BGG's top 100 list, all these games, there was exactly 10 games that are currently still in the top 100. I guess they're not the top 10 games, but these are the, the games that are in the top 100 from 2018. Like I said, Brass Birmingham, Nemesis, Root, Everdell, Underwater Cities, another great heavier Euro, Klax of KlaxoCloedlenburg, Teotihuacan, Obsession, Architects of the West Kingdom, and Decrypto. Those are all the games that are from 2018 that are in the top 100. 100 of BGG, so over a lot of good games that did come out. But again, they're good. They're just not... Crazy good, but uh, again, check out all the games that I mentioned if you're just looking for games that you maybe never heard of or games that you just want to add to your repertoire. All you can't go wrong by playing a lot of these games. So, thanks for joining me this week on Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. If you have any questions or want to tell me the games you had as your top 10 of 2018 or top 5 or top 10, feel free to comment on this episode on MajorSpoilers.com or go to the site for tons of other great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And of course, go to the Major Spoilers Discord where there's a top 5 kind of entry in there uh, where you can go in there and you can list those out as well i'm dan dan the board game man and you can find me at geek jock dan on twitter on the geek all-stars podcast also on the munchkin Lad podcast here on major spoilers where i give a twice a month 10 to 15 minute board game news show and of course as a contributor to tms where i do a board game segment with scott and brian i'll be back soon with more top five board game goodness but until then grab a new board game and have some fun with family and friends This podcast is copyright 2023 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.